0: You're listening to the Life with Old Dogs podcast, and I'm your host, Dawn Mimnaw, primary caretaker of all of our wonderful senior German shepherds right here at Woody's Place Senior German Shepherd Sanctuary. Did you ever see a dog or have a dog who had brown-like goo in their eyes, like on the surface of their eyes, and didn't know what it was? That, my friends, could be a disease called PANUS, P-A-N-N-U-S. And PANUS, otherwise known as chronic superficial Keratitis is an autoimmune disease frequently seen in senior German Shepherds. Um, Actually, German Shepherds, unfortunately, are the breed who uh, this disease is seen in most. Um, And it starts right around middle age, maybe five, six, around there. And then their chances of getting Pannis increases as they age. So is a condition that affects the cornea of the eye. So for those of you who are not sure what the cornea is, the cornea is the clear part of the eye. So it it affects the cornea, but it can also affect the third eyelid as well. And what it looks like is it typically manifests as a reddish-brown non-painful lesion or scar on the eye's lens and surrounding tissue. Again, the third eyelid can be affected. And also both eyes are typically affected with pannus. And basically what happens is the lesions or scars of the reddish-brown-like substance um it grows. It grows on your dog's cornea. And it can get quite large. And it can actually affect your dog's vision to the point that they can't see anymore. Um, There is no cure for panis. So the only recourse of action is to manage the disease to, to ensure that your senior German shepherd has Has adequate vision and quality of life. So, what causes PANIS? It is thought to be a hereditary condition that is progressive. Um, Once a healthy cornea becomes overrun by blood vessels and scar tissue, and just so you know, this PANIS typically starts from the lower. Outer edge of the cornea, and then progresses inward and upward until the whole eye is is consumed. So hereditary is the main cause for panis, but other factors leading to a diagnosis of panis are extensive exposure to UV rays. Okay, so that's. Lots and lots of sunlight, which is definitely not an issue here in the northern tier of the Poconos. <laughs> High altitudes. I mean, we are in a higher altitude, that's for sure. Um, and smoke. <clears throat> okay. So, so if you live in an area, let's say like Colorado or Wyoming, New Mexico, places like that, Montana, where there's a lot of sun. And you're in a high altitude, you're, and you have a German shepherd, your dog is, is at a greater risk for developing panis. Um, smoke, again, if uh, there's smoke inside the house, chimney, fireplace, you're a smoker, whatever, you're increasing your dog's odds of getting panis. So that's, that's generally what's thought to contribute to a diagnosis of panis. Now, symptoms of penis, like I I just mentioned, um, there could be a redness and or cloudiness in the outer edge of the cornea, that's all the blood vessels, Um, and a redness and thickening in the third eye, okay, the third eyelid. Uh, Thickening over tissue, uh, yeah, I can talk, (laughs) I I can talk, yes, I can. Thickening of tissue over the eye. The cornea can look pink, white, or brown, eye opaqueness, excessive tearing, and visual impairment. And there's a really good photo on the Life with Old Dogs podcast of three different stages of PANIS. So it's in the beginning, PANIS in the beginning. In the middle, and then advanced panis. So be sure to check out the blog post and look at the photo for a reference. So we've had we've had a few German shepherds here at the sanctuary who have had panis. Um, Woody was the first, and back then in two thousand seven, when I had, when I had gotten Woody from the rescue that I was with at that time. The pictures that went out in the beginning where he was at the shelter, the pictures in the beginning, I knew there was something weird looking about his eyes and I didn't know what. I couldn't tell, but I could tell like he didn't have any, there was no white part to his eyes. It was just big and brown. Like I I couldn't figure out what was wrong with his eyes and then I was thinking well maybe it's just the picture I don't know until I met Woody and then I realized that half of his entire eyeballs were covered with panis scars it was just brown just complete brown covering covering more than half of his or just about half of his eyeballs. And that's, that's what I was seeing. But again, in the picture, I I couldn't tell. And back in 2007, pictures online really weren't what they are now. So, you know, it was a little bit of trying to figure things out. So he had had panis and apparently had not been treated for it. So he had some visual impairment, like he couldn't look down. Um, you know, there was no looking down for him to see like what was right in front of him because uh, he couldn't see. He couldn't see that that from that angle. Um, so right away, the vet- veterinarian I had at the time had diagnosed him with panis and had put him on medication um, to to stop the disease or slow the disease from, from progressing because it's going to progress no matter what. But, um, and it definitely did help the, the, um, the medication definitely did help and slow the progression of the, um, scarring, you know, consuming his whole eye. Hey there folks. This week's episode is being sponsored by the Shepherd Shop. The Shepherd Shop sells German Shepherd, and dog-related merchandise, as well as our one-of-a-kind Woody's Place merchandise, with proceeds supporting Woody's Place Senior German Shepherd Sanctuary. So to check out the Shepherd Shop and support the sanctuary, head on over to www.wpsgss.org backslash Shepherd Shop. That's S-H-E-P-H-E-R-D-S-H-O-P-P-E. And now back to our episode. Okay, so let's let's talk diagnosis of panis. If you notice any of the aforementioned symptoms in your fur friend's eyes, um, you know you see some weird brown like substance. Uh, the third eyelid looks red and inflamed. Maybe there's some white opaqueness in there. Um, his eyes are tearing a little bit more than they normally would, or maybe they haven't at all, but they are now. I mean, that that's definitely your cue to take your fur friend to the veterinarian to get it checked out. I um, can't tell you how many times I receive emails. A lot. It's a whole lot. My dog's doing this. My senior German shepherd's doing that, you know, and, and people looking for advice. I can only suggest things but my main suggestion is i'm not a vet my main suggestion is take your dog to the vet and get a medical diagnosis and and the earlier the better um, so that's that's it take your dog to the vet and why, when you're at the vet, she's going to look for the clinical signs of Pannis, um, take medical history into consideration, as well as the breed of your dog. And if you have a German Shepherd, surprise, surprise, number one breed for panis, diagnosis, sorry, but that's, that's the truth, number one, um, she's going to take those things into consideration to come up with a diagnosis. She may also incorporate additional testing such as uh, cornea staining to determine the severity of the damage. Also, um, she might check uh, the inocular pressure um, and also do a cornea scraping um, to test to test what might be on the surface of the cornea. Um, so those three tests, okay the, corneus staining, the inocular pressure testing, and the cornea scraping. None of that is a definitive test for PANIS because there is no definitive test for PANIS like some of the other top 20 health or common health issues in senior German shepherds. Some of them don't have definitive testing and PANIS is is the same. Um, These tests rule out other eye diseases to help your vet come up with a diagnosis of PANIS, right? And honestly, you know, in in more advanced cases of PANIS, it's, it's pretty easy to tell that that's what it is because it's literally right there on your dog's eyes. And, you know, if you don't know what it is, once you get a name for it, you never forget it. You can look at a dog and be like, that dog has panis (laughs) because half of his eye is covered with this brown-like substance. Right. Um, So now we're going to get into treatment. And since there is no cure for panis, remember, it's a progressive disease. There is no cure for it. Um, The only thing that can be done really is to maintain, is is maintenance of. Um, I shouldn't say the only thing. Maintenance of is what is probably going to be the course of action if you have an older German Shepherd, a senior to geriatric. Um, and that involves applying uh, topical anti-inflammatory medication such as a cyclosporine. Um, I hope I'm saying that right. Cyclosporine. It's C-Y-C-L-O-S-P-O-R-I-N-E. I- I've said this numerous times. I'll say it again because I'm not embarrassed by it anymore. I do have ADHD. I sound like a broken record. I'm going to get a shirt printed up (laughs) that says that because I know what's inside my head. But when I open my mouth, that's not what comes out. And that is my total, my ADHD right there. Cyclosporine. I believe that's how you say it. We've used it. It works well. Um, it stops the inflammation of the cornea and in the third eyelid, right? We, we've we used that on a few different residents here at Woody's Place over, over the years. Um, additionally, a topical steroid such as dexamethasone, okay, that's D-E-X-A-M-E-T-H-A-S-O-N-E, dexamethasone, um, that's also used to suppress the immune system and reduce the inflammation. Remember panis is an autoimmune disease, okay so the death of, mexi- death of mexi- dexamethasone is going to suppress the immune system um and that's that's a good thing but it's it's also not a great thing all right so keep that in mind anytime you're suppressing the immune system there that comes with its whole own bag of issues Um, that that was our go-to that is what we we have used um, with Woody Heidi and uh, a couple of our other residents here my own my own uh, German Shepherd she passed away back in 2017 she had Panis as well Um, so yeah we, we like both of those cyclosporine and dexamethasone all right Um, now if your German shepherd has advanced panis, now Woody, Woody had advanced panis, you know, like I said, like his more, like half of his eye was covered with panis and he, he couldn't see, he just couldn't see if he was looking down. Um, but Woody was not in the best of health and he had degenerative myelopathy and he went on for, um, he went on to be 13 before he finally, um, Passed from DM, I mean, he bloated, you know, he had horrible arthritis. Um, So he really wasn't a candidate for for what I'm going to say next. Um, For advanced PANIS, there is a surgery to remove scar tissue, or there's also a radiation therapy um, that can be utilized and both achieve long-term benefits that really improve the dog's eyesight um, with PANIS. But you know that being said, i mean we're we're not putting any of our seniors through through that surgery or that radiation to to achieve those long term benefits. first of all, first of all, currently right now, we don't even have any seniors here. We have all geriatric German shepherds. they're all ten and older. Um, we early on. Early, early on, we went to great lengths, spent a lot of money and went to great lengths for different things to prolong our residents' lives and found that we were spending a lot of money thinking what we were doing was best. And in the end, it only bought them a couple sloppy more months. And I say sloppy because I I really don't think their quality of life was so great during those few months that we were buying them and um, we don't, we don't do that anymore. So, so if we had, if we had a German shepherd here that was between maybe five and eight years old and they had advanced panis and they were a good candidate for the surgery or radiation, we would, we would probably do it. But once we get eight, nine, 10 into seniors, That's not really, we're not really too sure. Um, Once they become geriatric, 10, 11, 12, older, we're definitely not, we're definitely not doing that because again, we've, we've gone to great lengths before only to really have a comeback and bite us in the butt and then end up living with guilt that, you know, here we, we thought we were doing what was best, but no, actually we weren't. So um, I always try to dance around this topic. And I'm getting a little off track here, but um, we, we only concern ourselves with the quality of life that we can offer them here and now without extending, to, without going to heroic measures to extend their natural lives. That's what we do here at Woody's Place. So in a nutshell, if we have a German shepherd, a senior German shepherd, and he has cancer, um, we're not going the we're not going the chemotherapy radiation route, all that stuff. Um, that is we've had experience with that in the past, and it just it didn't end so well. And it's very, very expensive and it didn't end so well. So um, and it would probably be the same for PANIS, but I think it would be a case-by-case basis. So if you have a senior German Shepherd with PANIS, advanced PANIS, he's older. Like I said, you think he's a great candidate, you have the money, you know, it's, it's up to you to get the surgery or the radiation treatment. Um, but here, you know, we most likely will treat it topically and, and just give them the best quality of life we can give them without going to those extensive measures. Um, <clears throat> other things that can be done to help to help the prevention of, although it's not totally preventable, of Pannis, and also to minimize panis if they have it, is if you live in a, like I said, a sunny area or, you know, you're outside a lot during the day and your dog's exposed to UV rays, get your dog a pair of goggles. seriously, doggy goggles. Um, You might see on TikTok or Facebook or Instagram or whatever, some really cool dog out on the ski slope, probably in beautiful Colorado, and it's brilliant sun and blue skies. And he's got these really cool pair of goggles on and everybody just thinks he's so trendy and cool. But did it ever occur to you he has them on for medicinal purposes? Because doggles, okay, that's D-O-G-G-L-E-S, doggles, are actually vet recommended for physical protection and protection from UV light. Doggles are what we have here for any of our residents who have Panis, although we haven't had that for a while. And they're fantastic. And yeah, we have a pink pair. And yeah, they're cute and they're snazzy. And, you know, and and people want to point and say, oh, look at this and how cute and blah, blah, blah. And then when I start educating them on why that resident has the doggles on it. I almost sound like a buzzkill because they just want to see cute and funny and don't really want to hear about the reason why they have the doggles on. So if you're in an area um, that has strong UV light, um, get a pair of doggles for your dog. The other thing you could do is if, you know, your senior German Shepherd is living in a, a, a smoky environment, whether somebody's smoking in the house or smoky fireplace or whatever, um, remove them from the, the smoky environment. Put them in another room or something like that because that'll also help keep the the, the panis the inflammation and all that under control. All right, so there's two relatively inexpensive and cheap things that you can do to help um, to help prevent or at least not aggravate the PANIS. All right, prognosis for, for senior German shepherds with, with PANIS. So the prognosis hinges upon early development and proper treatment. I can't stress this enough. The earlier, the better. With so many of these top 20 health issues, the earlier, the better. And I so get it. Like sometimes you're just like, I just know I'm going to get bad news. I know I'm going to get bad news. And the truth is you might. Okay. I'm totally not into sugarcoating things. You, You might get bad news, especially with an aging German Shepherd. But if you get them an early diagnosis and proper treatment, at least you're going to extend their lives, the quality of their lives more so than if you did not get an early diagnosis and proper treatment. All right, and also you're gonna you're gonna um, help prevent them from suffering. Okay, I mean, you know. Like with panis, I mean, it, it covers their eyes and it can cover their eyes relatively quickly, and then they can't see. But if you if you get the treatment for them, yes, eventually that might happen. It might not. I mean. Older German jeopardy might pass away before he even gets to the point where he can't see. Um, so that's why it's important to get the early diagnosis and proper treatment, all right? Because you're trying to give him the best possible life you can give him in the time that he has left. So and that's what we do. Whether we want to hear what the vet has to say or not, whether we like what the vet has to say or not, we we get there as soon as possible and get that proper treatment. Um, So remember that PANIS is a progressive disease. Um, Jeez, I am so sorry about that. So treatment is going to slow the progression, but not stop it completely. But with proper treatment, as I was just saying, your fur friend can go on to enjoy whatever time he has left and be able to live his life to the fullest doing what he loves in that time. All right. So um, that's that's it. That's all I have this week for PANIS. Uh, we have two more episodes of the top 20 health issues in senior German Shepherds. We have perianal fistula, that's coming up next week, and then thyroid disease, that's the last one. Um, be sure to go to our blog post. You can see the pictures of Panis and get a link for the doggles. And also at the bottom, um, there's information for you if you if you want. The free ebook from the whole um, season three, the top twenty health issues in Senior German Shepherds. It's a free PDF ebook for you to keep on your computer or to print out and keep in a binder for your own your own resources, whatever. Um, go to our website, WPSGSS.org. Go about I don't know, maybe a quarter halfway down, and you'll see a little postcard for you to join up with us at the life with old dogs. And basically you're going to, you're going to get the ebook at the end of season three of full PDF ebook. All right. On the top 20 most common health issues and senior German shepherds. Uh, after that, after our our last episode here, um, thyroid, thyroid issues, I am taking a break uh, between a four to six week break to prepare for the next season, season four. And in that season, we are taping, taking a deep dive into degenerative myelopathy. And I promise we are having people on to um, to talk with you about degenerative myelopathy, about wheel carts, about harnesses, about therapies, stuff like that. So it's going to be a good season. Um, and we're going to start there because that was our most popular podcast and blog post in the top 20 most common health issues of senior of senior German Shepherds was people really want to know about degenerative myelopathy. Um, we kind of glossed over it here, um, and we really need to explore that a little bit more to give all you fine folks all the resources you can have in one place for degenerative myelopathy. So, all right, folks, I've i got to get to work here. And I've had a cat, Mr. Mikey, keeps bouncing around on my keyboard and trying to lick my microphone. <laughs> so that is it for today. Um, until next time, be well. And thank you for tuning in. And be sure if you, you can to get, leave us a review, a thumbs up, share the blog post, podcast, all of that good stuff. We would totally appreciate it. All right. Take care.